Welcome back. Joe's Rob Morris. You're listening to the Rims and Nets podcast, episode 21, uh, segment two. All right, so like I said, we're going to switch gears and get into the rest of the um, class of 2020, the New England top 100. We're going to conclude the list and give you the final tier. But for this, um, I'm not going to like, you know, you know, most uh, every week I've been able to give you a few players um, of, you know, each tier out of those 20 players. I would give you like maybe five players. But for this list, since we're, you know, we're concluding the final part of the list, I'm going to give you the top five. And then obviously the rest of the top, you know, 20, you're going to have to find on my website, uh, rimsandnets.com, R-I-M-S, double N-E-T-S.com. So, yeah, go visit the site. It's a lot of um, lot of articles, a lot of um, posts that I was able to put on, you know, just all the latest news, all the latest uh updated uh, recruiting news all that will be found all all on that site which obviously has been rapid fire the past couple weeks i I mentioned a few names in the last podcast uh just another another thing just came out yesterday another um another thing to add to the add to the pot uh Judson Martindale, which he, you know, he played on the Nike EYBL uh, roster. I believe he played on the BABC team. He just, uh, he just committed to Holy Cross. Also, uh, Michael Robinetch, which I believe I had him 41 on my list, which he's like one of those, uh, he's one of the big guys out there, there in Worcester. He's also... Um, he played for Worcester Academy. Same thing with Justin Martindale. They both played at Worcester Academy. Um, they both, uh, ironically, going to stay close to home as they're both going to Holy Cross. So congrats to them and congrats to Holy Cross for getting those two guys close to home. So that should definitely re- revamp their team, getting those two talented guys. So, yeah, so we're going to give you the top five for the top 100 to finish the list. Um, Obviously, it's going to be star-studded. If you check on the website, as far as the top 10, there's about five players in one school that's in the top 10. So just, I mean, I'm pretty sure you could probably figure out what school it is. I've been talking about, you know, a lot of these players here and there throughout the year that have, you know, that have, you know, uh, made their choice to to pitch their wagons to that one school. And, yeah, I'll, I'll just uh, let you guys know. It's Brewster Academy, which is in the, uh, Wolfsboro, New, New Hampshire. Um, they have, like, a little all-star team out there of highly touted recruits that are, you know, getting a lot of national recognition as well. Obviously, the top of the list is Terrence Clark, which he's uh, – He's going to Kentucky. Um, he just reclassified 
he was originally 2021 and now he's going to be 2020 and i i'm pretty sure you probably know that he probably would probably be right on the top of that list but i'm not going to be a spoiler about it you'll find out once i run it down for you the top five but i mean that's pretty you know that's pretty big news for kentucky get him a, a year early um I'm pretty sure they're excited about that. I'm pretty sure the Kentucky fans are excited about it because this guy is a phenom, probably one of the best players to come from Boston in a long time with this with this, you know, high caliber high caliber player. Probably Nerlens Noel is probably the last guy to come from Boston that was this high caliber. So so let's get it started. Let's run down the list. For my top five out of the top 20 um for number five i i picked uh jamal mashburn jr which he goes to a brewster academy surprise surprise like they're definitely going to be all over the top five as well but i also have probably one name that i'll keep you know us you know i'll keep you to probably seek it out on my website he's also the you know, probably going to mean that he'll be in the top 10 as well. But it's probably about four of these guys that are literally from Brewster Academy. Then that's all in the top five. So that's that's pretty crazy. I mean, that tells you how much talent they're bringing in. Um, if you obviously don't know, Sierra Cannon, which is out in the West Coast. I know this. Is, I'm kind of sidetracking. This. this is clearly out of my area. But Sierra Cannon has got a pretty similar type of team. In the West Coast, um, I think they had a local guy, if I'm not mistaken. He, you know, I think he was a freshman or sophomore. He was a, a local prospect that ended up going to Sierra, that's end up uh, transferring to Sierra Cannon. So Sierra Cannon's got an all-star team. We all know that LeBron James Jr. goes there along with Zaire Wade, both Dwayne Wade and LeBron James' sons. They play at Sierra Cannon, or they're going to be, starting their freshman year at Sierra Cannon. And then you have all these other older guys that are going to be, you know, MB or uh, basically just D1 prospects. Well, they'll probably be future NBA players. I'm pretty sure a lot of those players will be future NBA players. But for now, we're just worried about them being D1 prospects. And they're definitely um, literally just stacked their team out there in that, uh, that, that, that school in California. So... It's pretty similar. I mean, they, a lot of these guys, they play in AAU. They played for, um, you know, AAU teams when they were young, and they just probably said, you know, let's just team up together. It's it's kind of like the same uh, thing you've seen in the NBA. We see a lot of guys teaming up with each other. Like These high school teams and these AAU teams are doing the same thing. So it's nothing's changing when it comes down to just, you know, player empowerment and how they're able to shape things by just, you know, coming together and putting the best players in one team. And sure enough, it's made, you know, it's going to make exciting, you know, games or basically just uh, uh, they're going to get a lot of uh, media attention. You're going to see, you're probably going to see these two teams, the Sierra Cannon and the Brewster Academies. You're going to see these type of teams on, you know, ESPN as high school basketball. They have, you have high school basketball showcases. I'm pretty sure they're going to get those type of games pretty easily i don't know if they're um 
Well, I don't know if they're going to be in the, uh, the Springfield uh, Hoop Hall, you know, tournament. I think they might give it to more, you know, schools that, you know, they probably want those be more competitive matchups. And I would just think if Bruce Academy showed up, they'll just wipe everyone off the floor because <laughs> they're, they're just absolutely stacked with talent. But, yeah, let's move on. Let's got a little sidetracked. But, yeah, uh, number five, we got guard Jamal Masburn Jr. Um, his height is six foot one. Some sites, you know, list him like about six feet. So he's pretty short, not as tall as his dad. Which it doesn't seem like he's gonna really, you know, unless he has a huge growth spurt overnight, doesn't seem like he's gonna be as bi- as big as his dad was. But he's six foot one, one hundred eighty pounds. Nice, nice build. He's he's very athletic, powerful player. You know, I, I mean, I seen one of the highlights where his first play was a tomahawk dunk, two two inning tomahawk dunk. And I'm like, damn, this guy, he's got great athletic ability, and he's gonna definitely showcase that. Two-way player, pretty good defender, can get steals, can do it all out there, can score at all levels. I think probably weakness for him was probably would be his shooting, but I think he's a really good slasher. And, you know, he can improve in all those areas over time. I'm pretty sure he will. But like I said, just the, just the note, guys, I won't have really detailed uh, scouting reports tonight. I kind of um, try to at least get these uh lists together more in depth for you on the website so i'm just gonna get you know just kind of skim through it a little bit not gonna really go on forever tonight it's kind of getting late i do have work in the morning so i'm not gonna really i don't really have a time to really get in depth like i was getting in depth with the last episode but what i like i said you'll be able to find that list probably sometime uh um I wouldn't say I wouldn't say early next week because I still got to do twenty through forty. So I'll probably say maybe two weeks from now. You'll definitely by probably by the end of the month for sure. You'll definitely have this list in depth. But yeah, so for now I'm just gonna give you the top five. But yeah, for number five is Jamal Mashburn Jr. So yeah, so I pretty much went through it with that. So now we move on number four is uh, guard, which I'm happy say this because Boston Calls was able to pick him up. Um, Damar Langford, he's going to, uh, he goes to Brewster Academy just like Jamal Mashburn. Um, 6'4", 170 pounds. A little slimmer guy than, than, you know. But, you know, that's pretty much the usual. But, I, I, mean, I mean, he's he's probably at the, at the right weight. He just probably has to gain maybe about 5 or 10 more pounds and then he'll be a uh, little bit better size for that, you know, that height. Um, his strengths, he's pretty athletic guy. Um, pretty good defender. Sh- his shooting, he shoots the ball well at a decent rate. Um, not really much to say besides, yeah, he's going to he's going to Boston College, and I'm happy about that. I think he's going to really bolster BC basketball. And really make them somewhat of a contender in the ACC, because I think he's he's also going to be bringing his brother along as well, which his brother is transferring from Providence. So I mean, BC is definitely trying to turn things around slowly but surely. Of course, but we all know it's BC. It's not the most 
highly caliber program, but it's it's definitely a good thing because I mentioned uh um in my I mentioned in a previous podcast that uh Langford chose that chose BC just because of the connection he had with his father uh being coached by one of the assistant coaches and he also had connections because his brother wanted to transfer to BC as well. So it was a family connection why he wanted to um, to go to BC plus is obviously close to home, which he lives in, you know, the New England area. So it was a win-win for BC altogether. It just happened to be the right place at the right time for a prospect like that. Obviously, Terrence Clark, um, you Terrence Clark did show some interest, but obviously, it just was he was just too much of a too highly, I mean, too good to be true basically for BC to get a guy like that. But like it was a nice consolation prize to get uh DeMar Langford to come to Chestnut Hill. So congrats to the Langford family and congrats to DeMar Langford. Hopefully he has a strong senior year at Brewster Academy. Um number three, which is, you know, happened to be surprise by outside of Brewster Academy. But obviously we all know the next two guys will be in Brewster Academy. Um, number three, I have guard Hassan Daira. Um, he he attends um, Putnam Academy. Um, he's 6'2", 180. Um, he's an explosive guard. <laughs> he is a very explosive guard, a very good finisher in traffic. Um, not the strongest guy, but he's very quick, super athletic, unbelievable defender he's going to be a, one of the better two-way players when he gets into school uh uh in two years he's going to be absolute stud um and i think he's gonna have a strong year for putnam putnam obviously has an, a pretty strong team as well they have a lot of guys that are from new york um on that team so he just joins you know all those other great new york players yeah, I just wanted to quickly mention that uh, I um, Nate Taber. I mean, I've been covering Nate Taber for a while. Mentioned him a few podcasts. Nate Taber won't be on this list because um, he's out of the out of the New England area now. Now he goes to Christ the King in New York. He just transferred to tr- Christ the King, so that's what he'll be playing um this upcoming season his previous school was sacred heart in connecticut now he's going to christ the king he is technically from connecticut so um i thought it would make sense to keep him if terrence clark wasn't reclassifying i would have kept him on the list but because terrence clark is reclassifying i felt like it was only right to just leave him off this list but he's still one of the highly caliber players i think he's rated in the in the 90s in the 247 uh 247 sports list according to according to 247 sports.com so he's you know he's definitely a highly caliber player if he was looking for him or you're trying to look for him on the list he's not going to be on this list because he right now he attends uh Christ the King in New York so so that's that but yeah Hassan Diary he's he, he's an explosive guard and he's going to really make an impact wherever he goes to school next year. And obviously he's still hasn't decided on what, what he, where he's going, you know, same boat with Jamal Mashburn Jr. Haven't decided yet, but these two guys have decided where they're going to school. And for number two, which I've talked about him a lot in previous podcasts, 
I think he's one of the more versatile players in the entire, one of the more versatile players in this area. I'm not going to say entire country, but he's he's talented. He's he's definitely getting a lot of uh, national recognition. He's also he's in the ESPN 150. Also, he's also in the um, top um, 247 in the 247 list for 24 uh, 247sports.com. Uh, you got Ford Matt Cross. Um, like I said, I just mentioned that he uh, in previous podcasts that he's uh, he's going to uh, Miami to play for Jay Laranega. So that is an unbelievable get for Jay Laranega to get that type of caliber of a talent. Um, like I said, he's from. Uh, he's from uh, he's from Massachusetts, so like I said, local kid. But he's playing for Brewster Academy this year. Um, like I said, one of the more versatile players. He can shoot inside and out. Um, his game reminds me a lot of Adam Morrison. You know, we all know he played for Gonzaga. He has a similar type of game. He plays at his own pace. Can go inside and out, post up, face up. Handle the ball on the perimeter. Uh, you he can run a pick and roll. Like he does it all out there. Like it's not anything that he really can't do on the offensive end. He's just a scoring. Uh, he's just a he's just a scoring machine out there. Um, RSC for number one. Obviously, I mentioned it before. I mentioned him a lot in death. He's all over the website. Number one, Terrence Clark. He's number one. It just seems so weird because he just reclassified it uh, 2021. He just, you know, it was just an automatic um, decision for him to go for for me to put him at number one because, <laughs> like, he would have been number one, in, you know, in, you know, 2021, you know, if he decided to stay in that year. But. He's so good that he's, he's, you know, Hassan Diary could have easily been number one. Matt Cross could have easily been number one if if Clark didn't make it on this list. But, you know, because of the, the sheer talent, the sheer athleticism, he has great size. He's almost 6'7", 180 pounds, um, just unbelievable size, great wingspan, 7-foot wingspan. Like he checks all the boxes of a of a future NBA star, and then he's going to Kentucky on top of that, which we all know that what that means. If you're going to Kentucky, that means you're one of the best players in the country. He's rated four nationally on two four seven sports. I think on ESPN one hundred and fifty, I have to check what he is. I don't, I haven't checked it yet, but I'm pretty sure he's probably in the top ten somewhere in that you know class of twenty twenty. Now that he's reclassified, so. Congrats to Terrence Clark, a local kid from Roxbury, Mass, doing it big. One of the better prospects in the entire region in New England. So congrats to him. Hopefully he has a huge year this upcoming senior season. And like I said, he again, he, he plays for Brewster Academy. You're going to have to check a lot of Brewster Academy games because he's him and Matt Cross and Jamal Masburn Jr. and, and DeMar Langford are going to rip it up, man. So check those guys out. They got a very star-studded roster, you know, for this upcoming season.
All right, so we're going to wrap it up tonight. It was a short show, about a 40-minute about a show, nothing really too major. So we're going to wrap this up. Uh, you're listening to the Rims and Nets podcast. This is your host, Rob Morris. I'm out. Peace.